0: My name is Terry Vanderhorst, and I'm creating this document, this audio record of my friend Russell Manheim, and his quest for vengeance. Russell Gets Revenge, an eight-episode series about justice, revenge, and jalapeno poppers, Written and created by Peter Hoffman Kimball. Produced by Peter Hoffman Kimball and Josh Callahan. As a content warning, the series does deal with issues of death, grief, and violence. Episode 1. A lovely place to vacation.
1: Uh, I'm Russell. I'm sort of the star of the show here, uh, I guess. Russell came to me a couple months
0: ago with a simple request.
1: Well, Terry's been a friend of mine for years, uh, going back to school, starting out our professional lives together. Uh, he in financial advising and me in accounting. I just always thought of Terry as someone I could count on, you know, and that's
0: especially important when you're on a mission to kill a man. Russell came to me and he said, I don't want your help killing him. I don't need you to help me find him. I don't need any of that kind of thing from you. But I just don't
1: know if I'm going to be successful. I'm looking for revenge. I'm looking to kill the man who murdered my wife. And I just don't know if I'm actually going to be able to do it. But not that you wouldn't go through with it. No, that I would literally physically fail. Like that I wouldn't be able to find him or that I would find him and he would kill me, which is a very real possibility. Maybe the most likely one. I'm not a violent man. I don't know jiu-jitsu. I wasn't on the wrestling team. And I, I think Tai Chi is too aggressive. Well, it can get pretty combative if you don't do it right. I don't know about guns. I I don't know anything about knives. Garroting? Yeah, I
0: just learned that word. Garroting or
1: garroting or garroting.
0: Where you strangle someone with wire. You, you know, often from behind, like from the back seat of the car. I, 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 think it is, I think it is pronounced garroting. Anyway, I definitely didn't know what that was before this. So he asked me to make this recording, to follow him along as he hunted the killer down, and to talk to the people around him, the people in Russell's life who care about him and wish him well, whether they approve of this mission of vengeance or not. Yeah,
1: a lot of them are not too keen on this.
0: But they're trying to be supportive.
1: No, yeah, definitely. I mean, everyone's being very supportive. It's just that I think a lot of people don't think it's a great idea for me to, um,
0: uh, I don't know, what would you say is their main objection? Well, we'll hear from them later, but, well, eh, I mean- I guess I would say they don't like the idea of trading one life for another, just on principle, or or they, they think you're putting yourself in harm's way for no real good reason.
1: Yeah.
0: Or they just always think that killing is wrong. Sure. And that you're probably going to hurt other people around you and perpetuate the cycle of vengeance and suffering. Well, there are a lot of opinions. Oh, and I've, I've heard they think that this is coming from a bad place inside of you instead of a worthy one, that instead of doing something virtuous, you're actually becoming the thing you must hate. Yep, right. Got it. Okay. and the, And that this isn't really a proper or loving way to honor Carrie's memory. Okay, now that-
1: I'm just going to stop you right there because this whole thing, this whole thing is about honoring my wife, the love of my life.
0: No, absolutely. Absolutely. Of course.
1: And one year ago today, my wife was murdered and the killer got off on a technicality. And I mean, we'll get into detail about all that later, but for now, just know, I want everybody to know how much I loved her and how deep a loss this was for me. This was the most meaningful relationship in my life. The woman I loved above all others, but but truly above all else in the world. She was torn from me. Torn from the world. All of her dreams come to naught. All of her talents removed from the earth. All her years of promise just disappeared. All she ever was and all she ever would be. And now there's just this gnawing, aching, unfillable hole. So some days that's how I feel. And other days I'm just like ah oh, this
0: sucks. Ugh. Right.
1: <laughs> I've heard you say that. But yeah, I mean nobody wants to mope around forever.
0: Yeah, and you know, and that's what I sort of envision with this show. We're going to try and have a little fun with this. And I I think it's going to be entertaining uh, e- even if it does start from a yeah, from a pretty dark place
1: <laughs> for sure. I mean, yes, I spent a year grieving and mourning and questioning the existence of a loving God. I wondered if I should go on living myself or, you know, if all this was just pointless. But then I had a change of heart. He watched the movie Taken, starring Liam Neeson. And it wasn't because I watched Taken. But you did watch Taken. Yeah, of course I watched Taken. It's a fantastic work of cinema, but that's not why I'm doing this. But it sparked in you a realization. You don't just have to let bad things happen. You don't have to accept the
0: evil that the world throws at you. Whether it's Liam Neeson, as Brian Mills, saving his daughter in Taken, or you avenging your wife, it's the same. It's the exact same thing. There's still something you can do about it. Well, not exactly the same. Oh, well, right. I mean, he was a trained special agent with skills he'd acquired over a lifetime. You have no skills.
1: Okay. Well, sure. But I, I guess what I'm saying is it's not the same saving somebody versus getting revenge.
0: Mm, But quite similar. Well, I don't think Carrie would agree. Oh, yes. Okay. No, I see that. Yep. But the
1: point is, I realize that I could do something about this. That if I couldn't stop it from happening with a time machine of some kind, and the government wouldn't help me get justice, that I could still get vengeance on my own. And that's what I'm here to do.
0: And we are going to be following his progress as he does it. We'll be right back. (music) Look, in these uncertain times, it can be pretty hard to get a good night's sleep. And what makes that even harder is that you're probably still sleeping on the same mattress you've had for years. I know I am. And that makes sense because mattresses weren't built to last forever. Well, most mattresses aren't. But there's probably going to eventually be a mattress invented one day that stays fresh and perfect for a lifetime. But while you're waiting for that mattress to be invented, you're probably going to get pretty hungry. And you know what I like when I'm hungry? A good home-cooked meal. But who has the time? Well, now you can. I mean, if you buy some kind of meal preparation service. I think there are many available. But you know what problem neither a new mattress nor a delicious home-cooked meal will solve? The unquenchable need for vengeance. That's why you need RussellGetsRevenge.com. It's just like the show you're listening to, but on the internet. And now, back to our show.
2: I just feel really bad. Because, you know, it was me who suggested Russell and Carrie go to Germany in the first place.
1: Honey,
0: it's not your fault. This is Nick and Muriel, two good friends of Russell and Carrie. They've tried to support Russell in his time of need and are struggling with their own sense of responsibility for what happened.
2: When we went there, we had such a lovely time. The Romantic Road, Neuschwanstein, Marzipan.
1: And statistically, you're much more likely to be the victim of violent crime here in the U.S. than in Western Europe.
2: It's so peaceful and safe over there. And yes, Germany doesn't have the best reputation in the world. But that's the Holocaust, not street crime. Bad things happen in Germany, but usually... Historically... But historically, they're more like the oppression, genocide, brutal conquest of Europe kind of things. Not attacks on tourists. No. No one could have seen this coming. Statistically, it would have been far more likely
1: for her to be murdered here in D.C.
2: Far more. And we told Russell that. This kind of thing never happens over there. Never.
1: Well, not never,
2: obviously. Right. At least once now, it's happened. Uh, of course. But still a lovely place to vacation.
1: Uh, we've been traveling around. You know, we saw Ulm and Munich and Nordling and, you know, the romantic road, per our friend's suggestion. Beautiful. Uh, and then we were staying in Rothenburg ob der We got a cute little house for the night and we thought we'd go to bed early. Get a start on the city in the morning. So uh, we went to bed. We went to sleep Um You know, in America, we have a principle called felony murder, and that means if you commit a felony uh, that leads to someone's death, even if you didn't directly, you know, shoot them or stab him or, or kill them, if you if you commit a um, let's say you break into someone's house, right, and you hold a couple at knife point, it doesn't matter if you stab them or not. If if one of them, if she. Okay, has a heart attack because you're holding a knife to her and you've got her husband tied up on the floor and you're terrifying her and nothing worse or scarier or crushingly horrifying has ever happened to her. If she has a heart attack, it is your fault. You killed her. You you murdered her and you will be punished for that. That's felony murder, which is what we have here in this country. But apparently they don't have that law in Germany.
0: I asked one of our mutual friends, Sebastian, who's a lawyer here in Washington, D.C., if he could give any insights into the horrible miscarriage of justice that happened here.
1: Actually, there are many compelling arguments against the felony murder statute. The arguments against what's called the proximate cause theory, the the idea of being responsible for any negative outcome that happens in proximity to your crime, are quite compelling. I mean, I... I would say it's dangerously simplistic and reductive to say that a person's guilt has absolutely nothing to do with intent and only with outcome.
0: Oh, right. Okay.
1: Now, that said, I obviously, I do really feel bad for Russell. Oh, uh,
2: yeah, and uh, his wife.
1: You know, I, I tried to move on, to just accept that a tragedy had happened and move on. But it's just been, like a little hard to get back into regular life when, you know, you feel like half of you has been torn away, you know, just stripped away, carved out of you, clawed out of you. And when you don't get justice, when the police and the courts and the law itself all fail you. And it's not like, I want you to know, it's not like I didn't try. I talked to the police. i
0: I begged them. I hired a lawyer. I talked to multiple lawyers, American lawyers, German lawyers. And they were good lawyers, not just, you know, your bus stop type 1-800 lawsuit kind of thing. No,
1: legitimately, yeah, good lawyers. And if my wife had been killed by a reclusive billionaire or, or a wealthy pharmaceutical company, they would have loved to take up the case.
0: But there's only so much you can do to force the government to prosecute.
1: They didn't even charge him. They didn't even charge him with anything.
0: It turns out it was a Macedonian immigrant named Marko Pavikovic. The German police said they couldn't prosecute him for the murder, and since he didn't end up actually stealing anything, they couldn't prosecute him for theft or burglary.
1: And technically, it wasn't breaking and entering because he came in through an
0: unlocked back door. Apparently, the rental house had a back door that didn't lock properly. It's unclear whether Pavikovic knew about that beforehand or whether he just locked out. I, I did file a claim with the travel site
1: where we booked the house, and um, they totally agreed. You know, the back door never should have been left unlocked. That wasn't our fault. So, yeah, I, I mean, they, they felt terrible about it. Uh, and I got two, two nights free if I ever want to go back.
0: Oh, that's not nothing. But it would have to be at the same house. Oh, well, it seems less than ideal.
1: I mean, I theoretically could have pushed to prosecute him for trespassing.
0: Even though it wasn't your property.
1: Or maybe some kind of malicious threatening. I, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe we could have convinced them to charge him with something. And great. So what? He does six months in prison, and not just any prison, but like one of those uh, deluxe European prisons where they have
0: Xbox and, and, and uh, clogs, probably. I saw a thing on TV about European prisons. They're nicer than any hotel I've stayed in. I saw one. It had its own recording studio.
1: Great. So what am I supposed to do? Spend years of my life pursuing justice just to have him get six months to record his own country western album? No one wants to hear that. So what am I supposed to do? What would a good man do? Let the criminal who murdered your wife get away with it. Just walk away unpunished or unpunished in any real sense of the word. This animal who broke in and attacked us, who threatened us, who murdered her. What do you do? When there's no recourse, when there's nothing you can do. And so that's why I decided that I'm going to hunt him down and I am going to kill him.
0: And we are going to be along for the ride. Join us next time as we talk to more people in Russell's life and follow his progress toward vengeance. Next week on Russell Gets Revenge. Russell Gets Revenge. Written and created by Peter Hoffman Kimball. This episode starring Josh Callahan, David Alfano, Nick Casolini, Muriel Montgomery, and Peter Hoffman Kimball. A Don't Matter Media Production. Find out more at russellgetsrevenge.com and stay tuned for next week. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe and tell a friend. And, you know, even if you feel like the part of you that enjoys it is sort of like a darker part that you don't really want to expose to the world, you know, that's okay. This is good dark humor, but that's fine. I I feel like you'll find, you know, good kindred spirits. If you just reach out, tell everyone, you know, it'll be a good way of culling through the people you really want in your life and those that you don't need in your life. So just tell everyone, this is the show to listen to. Russell gets revenge.